0: From Plan A. Hey,
1: Hey everyone, welcome to a bonus pod of Escape from Plan A. I am your host, Diana, and today I'm joined by returning guests, Bryant.
0: Hey, how's it going?
1: And Jay. Hey, it's Jay. Awesome. Okay, so truth be told, we were going to record a different podcast today. Um, We all got together in my living room, but we had some technical difficulties, so we decided to do a bonus pod instead and we are gonna talk about Miss Saigon, and I just I just want to bring up why because none of us are Vietnamese and we're talking about Miss Saigon, which kind of is a little shitty, right? So this is this is why. Otherwise,
2: we we would have. Yeah. Um, if this were planned, there would be an actual Viet person here.
1: Yeah, but uh, we wanted to talk about it today because um, we just had this like. You know, hellscape thing where this, this, some school, some, what's it called? A uh, prep school? The
0: Yarm School. It's a British prep school, I think.
1: Yeah, some dumbass prep school in Britain who, like, doesn't even have any Asian students or something. They're putting on Miss Saigon. They're making, like, fucking 16, 17 year olds put on Miss Saigon for some god-awful reason it's
0: an all-girls prep school it's an all-girls
2: prep school what the fuck so that's why all of the names for the cast were little white girls yeah (laughs) That makes a lot more sense okay okay
1: yes so it's just it's gonna be all yellow face i guess because um yeah i guess we uh looked at the the cast list and there's not a goddamn asian person In the cast, but I mean, I don't know—is it better to have an Asian woman playing an Asian woman who is coerced economically into sex work? I don't know, but we're just all very, very annoyed at this, Um, and we're here to talk about it.
0: Yes, we are. Jay, wanna wanna frame up like that? (laughs) You had a very good, concise a uh, kind of like newspaper-worthy explanation of, of why we hate this so much?
2: Well, <laughs> so let's see if I can remember it. <laughs> There's a lot wrong with this. Uh, this speaks to a history of violent colonization, imperialism, war, uh, sexual exploitation. There's no reason for this kind of narrative to continue to be perpetuated today knowing what we know about all of these things. Uh, and, And more importantly, this is being put on kids and young Asian children are going to be consuming this as well. And in a sense, consuming that trauma. Like whether they're Viet or not, there's an understanding of what it means to be Asian. And the stories that we consume, that we absorb from greater society, tell us how we should be, who we should be, how we are to be treated, and what we are to expect living our lives as racialized people. So this is a huge problem.
0: Yeah, I I love what you said about stories. I I do think we really are only the stories that we tell ourselves, but the stories that we tell ourselves are influenced by the stories that other people tell us about ourselves, too. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of Miss Saigon in a nutshell, kind of Uh, other people telling us about Asians. I guess I would just like to add a couple things to just your framing about this Saigon. Um, Just quickly, in case you haven't seen this magnum opus, the basic story is about a uh, Vietnamese uh, woman who, you know, because of the war, basically gets forced into prostitution. And she falls in love with this white GI and she gets pregnant and then, um, and then he leaves. Uh, and her life is awful, (laughs) you know, raising this kid and he comes back basically knowing that, uh, well, wanting in some way, shape, or form to reconnect and knowing that he has a child over there. And he has, at this point, gotten um, married to a white woman despite all this, you know, professing love to uh, this other Vietnamese woman. You know, so when he was in the States, he got married. And so what our protagonist does is that she commits suicide so that the uh, her child will have a better chance of being adopted and taken back to the States. And that's the entire story. And I just also want to add to this that, you know, for any of uh, the listeners out there who don't know this, um, it's actually, uh, Miss Saigon's based on Madama Butterfly, which is uh, a Puccini opera, which premiered around, I think, nineteen oh maybe 1904, so a yeah, long time ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's an Orientalist trope Uh, that's been around for a more than a hundred years it's just recycling the same bullshit that white people thought about Asians especially Asian women in fucking 1904
0: and the story really did not change at all not at all yeah it's Mm -mm. still the same uh, overarching narrative of like woman uh, Japanese woman falls in love with an American soldier He's actually a, a lot shittier in the opera, which I think kind of in, makes... In
1: Madame Butterfly? Yeah, he, he's like
0: clearly, at least the G.I. in Miss Saigon is presented as, you know, someone who's trying to do the right thing a nice guy. In uh, Madame well, that, the Butterfly, that's the because, guy. I
1: that's worse. That's because an Italian wrote Madame Butterfly. <laughs>
0: His version of a nice man might be different.
1: No,
2: I mean, I mean he's like more frank about how yeah. shitty the American yeah. G.I. is. He doesn't is. necessarily have to swallow the propaganda pill of American Savior.
1: Yeah, in a way, Madame Butterfly, if that guy is as shitty as you're saying, I haven't seen either of them, by mm-hmm. the way, but I mean, I, I, you, could, you could see it as like, um, Madame Butterfly is actually less propagandistic and shitty in that way because it's an Italian guy Maybe making some critique on American imperialism in fucking 1904.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think that would be giving Puccini a lot of credit. But I agree with you that when I saw Madame Butterfly and I was very young, um, just the fact that this, the, the love interest, this white man, was so shitty made me question, like, why, why the hell is this even a story? You know, yeah. why, why would you want to do this? And the only answer that was left for me was that there was some sort of racial shit going on, um, which, ding, ding, ding. you know, I had actually saw it when I was older than when I had seen Miss Saigon. Um, I'll actually ch- share a little bit about that now. Yeah, I, I saw, so I saw Miss Saigon when I was a kid. I saw it when I was in seventh grade. It was the second musical I had seen in New York. And I'll just on be on Broadway on Broadway. I'll be um, really honest i w- I stood up and gave it a standing ovation along with everybody else and I listened to so the music leading up to the play you- and I did not I did not recognize there was like a little spidey sense that something did not feel right mm. but it aligned so much with you know for for anyone who maybe doesn't know know me very well i I grew up in an all-white suburb and You know, I'm second generation Chinese American, but growing up in that all white suburb, you know, all the messages I got about Asia and, like, why Asians, for instance, came to the United States because it was better because white Americans were saving Asians from their own despotic people. You know, this is all I really understood writ large of Asia as a kid. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: this show just completely aligned with that. And I didn't really question very much of this until I was older in high school and in college.
1: Wait, so are you saying that you recognize there was um, like a political um, history, or like in a political agenda, but you were okay with it or that you enjoyed the opera without understanding it?
0: I think uh, so like with Miss Saigon what what ended up happening was that I I felt very um I felt very comfortable watching it honestly because it aligned with what I had learned you know explicitly or implicitly about Asians and Asian countries in school and mm-hmm. from all those conversations I you know part of me as a kid was like this is really messed up that this, like, white GI is coming here, and then, you know, he's, he doesn't even really care about this woman, and and she can only talk about how much she loves him and how she's going to kill herself for him and for her child. Like, I that felt weird to me, but at that age, it wasn't enough for me to mm-hmm. stop and say, hold on, there's something really messed up here. And, and you know, I, I was just a kid. I, I still feel some shame over that, honestly, but I think that just to speak what it tells me about myself as a kid though is that I took the imperialist lies uh, that you know about Asia hook line and sinker